Welcome adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Headquartered somewhere in the distant Outer Plains is a secretive organization known only as the Golden Vault, which keeps watch over all the movements of the multiverses. They maintain a presence on the Material Plane, always on the lookout for the kind of adventurers who wouldn't be afraid of taking on a bit of illegal or underhanded work, so long as it's in support of an underdog, or a good cause that needs a little help outside the paths of bureaucracy. Under the watchful eye of a careful handler, these newly recruited operatives are carefully selected and assembled into teams for each new mission, teams which are now entrusted to take possession of the keys from the Golden Vault. Hello, friends and foes, face and fiends, and welcome back to the uh, next portion of our Keys from the Golden Vault heist! We're about to get to the part where they might heist a thing. Um, our uh, very confused adventurers have all been summoned by the Golden Vault to steal a uh, codex, a magical book that was stolen from a mage uh, and is apparently in this slightly creepy and vaguely decrepit mansion out in the middle of the forest. Uh, we have uh, some folks who have worked together before who have uh, drawn some dividing line in the factions of who they think is competent enough to survive this heist. And for you in the chat, you can lay your bets now. Um, but anyway, uh, when we uh, just left off before the break, uh, you all were preparing to attempt to sneak into Delphi Mansion, this uh, rich people vacation home mansion in the middle of the forest. Um, and as you uh, start making your way down the road, I'm gonna need uh, stealth checks from everybody. We're gonna do this as a group stealth check, so we need to get above the average. Oh, oh damn! Oh. Okay. <gasps> yes. You know, can't you bless yourself on this? Tube? This that's uh, that's my guy. Oh yeah. yeah. If we're still taking that 17, I'm gonna take it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it was in the box. I'll let you keep it. All right. So. But look, so my curse dice. Look what he Six. did. That's 17. 17. 14. 15. Uh, do we want to do a <laughs> D6 maybe on the 14? Sure. We, what's I got a 12. Yeah, we'd want to do the I feel like we would want to do the, the, the And two, I already had advantage. The two lowest were six happy. and 12. I'm just uh, throw it on 12. Clarifying here. Oh, Although if it's three. an average and we're rolling on advantage, oh. I I, I should say that uh, there are six of you rolling, and the sixth who rolled did roll a nineteen plus their stealth modifier. Okay. Very sneaky. They're being carried. Uh, they, get, <laughs> they get their own stealth modifier though. Uh, you guys suddenly notice as you're all creeping forward and you hear that like shh, 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 that suddenly it 
goes away, which does not seem correct. Uh, and I think that's where the six comes from, is Stuart, you sort of stumble into whoever's ahead of you as you turn around and see that Hyacinth has just appeared on Devon's shoulder. <laughs> All right. Something, something wrong? <laughs> no, uh, no. There's a, there's a, there's a rabbit on you. Mr. Hyacinth is on your shoulder. Oh, yes. He's not a rabbit. Right. He's much, much more than that. Right. You sound like a maraca. <laughs> no, that. No, he. Uh, <sighs> it sounded like a maraca. Might I suggest you take the tail end? Might I suggest we stop talking and we stop moving? Um, you all proceed okay. forward. Yes. Through the gates and approach Delphi Mansion. This three-story mansion stands alone in the clearing. It has alabaster walls, windows on all three levels, and a closed double door on the ground floor. The area around the mansion seems unnaturally quiet. I would think that we should find a uh, back door. Going in the front doesn't seem like a smart idea. Oh, according to the map, it looks like there's quite a few windows on the back side. Don't say that <laughs> word. I just said windows, okay. not the. I can't even pronounce that. Don't attempt. Did you say baklava? Yeah, yeah, I said baklava. It's delicious if you had. I have. I used to. Yeah, growing up, that was a treat. Where's the back entrance? In the back. <laughs> Is is there one? Is there one? Yeah. Did you come down here at all? Did you just hide behind a tree and pretend we saw that you just got him on reconnaissance? Can I can I like look around and try to do a little bit more investigating than what my friend Stuart did? <laughs> um, uh, what would you like to investigate? I want to. <laughs> I'm just gonna split off from the Are group and go around the back and see if there's in back your head. entrance. No, where are you going? Don't leave. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, you can you can absolutely split up. Uh, you start circling around. Uh, can I can I walk to a corner so I can see everyone at the same time? I mean, as long as nobody goes around the other corner, sure. Yeah, you uh, head to the corner. Are you going right or left? Just for my own brain. Um, where did we did we came up the front, you have right? walked up to the double doors that are in the like dead center here. I have a second copy of that map. That's uh, the, the one that I I will press the digitation. This. Aha! <laughs> Suddenly, there's a second copy. Um. Okay, I think. Or if you want to, one for each side of the table, either way. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think I'm gonna go around the right. Uh, yeah, you head. And as around. I go, I want to crouch low so that I'm not seen through the windows, and I want to kind of peek into the windows as I go. Oh, that's uh, hard for me to do. Yeah, you uh, you start uh, crouching and peeking into windows as you go along. Um, as you are going to the right, uh, you pass by a couple of windows, and as you sort of like pop up and look, you see that this is a hallway um, lined with uh, large paintings. Um, and you see that on some of the paintings, uh, the faces have been scratched out. Yeah, so that's those as you first cross along the southern face of the first floor. Uh, as you turn along the corner and you are now headed from south to north on the east side of the house. Is that out of my view? Have you walked to the corner? I walked to the corner so I could try and- Then you are at the corner as, just, or as they are continuing up. Mm. 
Um, as you continue along, there is another window that kind of pops up into this hallway. More paintings. And then the second window that you encounter uh, shows you a large uh, dining table and several deer heads mount mounted on the walls. Are their faces scratched off too? No. I wouldn't know this, but I'm just asking for... Uh, no, uh, some of them are better taxidermied than others. Some of them eyes shooting up in yeah. different directions. <laughs> Many generations of deer hunting. Some people just had better resources than others, clearly. Um, as you continue along, there's a huge stretch that doesn't seem to have, uh, that doesn't seem to have a window. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you get up to the corner, you look down uh, along the north side of the house, which would be the back. Mm -hmm. uh, and you see that about halfway down, there are two more windows. Okay, I think I'm gonna pause at that Slump, don't go. corner. Don't mm -hmm. go. And not go around the corner. In your head, you hear. And I'm going to message Devin and say what I saw. Okay, so you know, on the front there's a hallway and there's paintings and the faces are scratched out. And um, and then there's a dining room with all bunch, a whole bunch of like deer heads and they're really weird and it looks a little creepy. You see a way in. I mean, other than the windows, not yet. Keep your I'm volume up. I'm gonna go around the corner, okay? Uh, I won't be able to see you. That's, it's okay, I'll be fine. I'm glancing back. I'm gonna go around Sloan's the corner. Going around, of course, Sloan went around the corner. Yeah. I can't see Sloan anymore. Uh, you head down the corner, you head and about, essentially splitting the halfway point. You see two windows. You approach the first one, you peek in. Um, there is a bedroom. And that was all in your heads, just so you. <laughs> Your characters probably weren't aware of that up until now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then as you continue along and you pop up and you peek into the next room, there is a mirror image identical bedroom. Okay. Anything hinky about these bedrooms? Uh, not that you can tell. Anybody in them? Nope. Okay. I'm gonna loop what the hell? I'm gonna loop around the other side of the house to go to the front. You're, you're poking your head through, like above the windowsill to yeah, look just in. Like, <laughs> and you don't see anybody. Apparently you not. Uh, you continue around as you approach the northwest corner. Uh, instead of being a perfect square, there is a rounded off kind of tower section. Mm -hmm. you, you look at this and go, aha, there's probably a spiral staircase or something in there. Mm -hmm. You know, that seems normal. Um, continue looping around to a section that I have to see if it's appropriately labeled. Um, sure enough, you get to uh, the first window as you were descending and you kind of peek in and you see a big large antechamber that kind of has nothing in it and looks a little dusty and there's a spiral staircase that you can kind of see out of the corner of your eye. Um, and then as you continue back down, oh, good Lord. Um, Sorry. No, that's, no, it's just the numbering. I have to make sure I'm doing it in the right order. Um, the next window you come to, uh, you see and uh, you see a sitting room. 
that is decorated with really kind of grim and gruesome looking paintings, just very like stern, stoic, slightly emaciated looking humans where you're like, why would you paint a portrait when you're in this? Like, this does not seem inviting. Why would you display these? Mm -hmm. um, and all of the furniture has been removed except for a large rug in the middle of the floor and a sword mounted to the wall. Sword. So what do you say? Hmm? Intriguing. Uh, but yeah, there's a sword and a rug and nothing else. And then the last set of windows that you come to and peek through uh, is absolutely empty. Just fully stripped bare. The only reason you can tell is because the doors, like the door into this room is open, letting light in from the hallway. There are no lights on in this last room. Okay. Which would be the room in the southwest uh, corner as you are circling back around to the front. Okay. I will approach the party from- Yeah, you're coming out yeah. to the other side of the party. Um, so you're now- Are they all looking the I'm opposite direction? I'm still looking the other direction <laughs> too, so I don't- Stuart is actually studying the front of the house. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as Sloane comes around, we'll actually pop up two small dancing lights. Three small, four small dancing lights. Oh, yeah. Um, just to, and he's looking for traps on the door. Okay, uh, give me that investigation check. Oh, oh finally, 26. Nice. 26. Um, 24, sorry. Uh, the door is a door. Does not appear to be trapped. Doesn't even appear to be locked. What did you find on your journey? All right, uh, so you go in, there's lots of creepy paintings with faces scratched off in the front foyer. And then on the right side, you get a dining room with weird, creepy deer heads, I guess. I don't know. On the left, completely empty room. Right, is that right? Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Moving from the left all the way back around, there is an, a room with Weird portraits, like like emaciated people, like they were really sick and someone thought, oh yeah, that's great. I'm just gonna, you know, paint a portrait of them as they're dying, <laughs> just so I have their memory. It's like, why would you, why? And a rug and a sword and that's it. Just that. Uh, empty room, spiral staircase, that's the next one. Two identical bedrooms in the back. A whole slew, a wall with no windows whatsoever. And that's it. Did there appear to be any entrance to beneath the home? Mm, not that I saw. Hmm. And I also didn't see anybody inside. Okay. The paintings that were um, scratched off, if, if there was a creature with hooks for hands, do you think that might be something that they would do? I mean, probably. <laughs> well. But also, any creature could have done that. We know that four of, I guess, compatriots died here. There's nothing currently on the bottom floor and this front door is locked. Bad vibes all around. Um, who's, who's to say what you're seeing is actually what's inside? I mean, if yeah. this thing changes, it could all be an illusion. Yeah, I guess the only way to find out is to go inside. Don't touch. Anything. 
There's gonna, a rug and a sword in her room. <laughs> I'm gonna turn around and message. <laughs> not message, I'm gonna tell someone totally that normal. Sloan hasn't come back yet. <laughs> It'll be you. <laughs> and you hear Sloan hasn't come back. Oh. <laughs> and then Devin will start to return. So uh, he says, don't touch anything. And then you see just kind of like a defeated <laughs> eye roll, sigh, pass on his face. The other one approaches. Oh, hi. On the way, can I check if any of the windows are like completely closed? Uh, sure, give me uh, either a perception or an investigation. Uh, perception two. Uh, be a nine. Yeah. Uh, even with a nine, um, all the windows are closed. Yeah. Just figure out, like, could got lucky. I mean, at least it seems like all the cards are on the table. The fact that the Tabaxi didn't tell us that they couldn't swim was a really glaring oversight. <laughs> so I think at least we know what we're dealing with here. All right. We're not going to have to swim, right? Devin, can you not swim? Well, not in this. Well, obviously. Yeah. Okay, so at least we now know to avoid water. Are they home or are they clustered in one place? I'm asking because if we take the codex, they're probably not going to let us just walk out with it. We'll have to run. <laughs> so evasion and stealth it is, or should we kill everyone inside? I think it's gonna have to be some combination of the both. I say if we can kill them, we do it in the least loud manner as we can. I agree with that. But if we don't see anything, we just avoid being seen. Yeah. Cool. Okay, who wants to go in first? <sighs> um. Looks around, Tomalak looks around and fine. And he peers through the door and he uses the cane, which you would probably notice he's not relying on as much and he's probably a lot more light footed than he lets on. <laughs> and it's kind of more of a walking stick now to sort of like pry as he goes forward slightly. Yeah. And so, then Minwoo is gonna like press up on the side as it's slowly cracking open and just draw an arrow and just Aim it down as the shaft of light slowly yeah. starts to open. Yep. Uh, yeah. Tomalak, you start to pull the door slowly open and with the ready. And you see the door slowly but surely opens. A sickly sweet scent hangs in the air of this dusty foyer. Two staircases rise from the hardwood floor to a balcony, and a glass chandelier hangs above the center of the room. Below the chandelier, the pelt of an owl bear has been made into a fine rug, its head staring at the entrance. Oh no. He holds and uh, is the floor creaking or anything? No. He's sort of attempting to clear corners of the rooms that he passes while prying for traps in the wall, on the floor. Um, yeah. Tapping, touching. Yeah, just lightly yeah. touching and adding pressure. Um, moving forward, I think he stops 
in the middle of the hallway and holds his hand up as kind of like a now where. And as you see, as you approach, to to clarify uh, off of your images, essentially there's the central area, there's this rug, there's a chandelier, and then splitting to the sides, there are these two staircases that lead up. So essentially you would have that grand overlook Uh, balcony where somebody could stand and be like, welcome guests. That is not what happens. It is empty and quiet here. Very still, kind of musty, very eerie. Where's the owlbear in the... It's like dead center of the hallway under the crystal chandelier. I have not approached it yet. Okay. So we either go up or we go down. So we need to find out which way that is. I would like to cast. But currently your only option is up. You do not have a down at the moment. Yes. That is visible. I'm just Mm -hmm. clarifying. I would like to cast detect magic from the ring of spell storing. If I, if I put my ear to the ground, do I hear like chanting coming from below? Uh, give me a perception check for shits and giggles. There's gotta be someone somewhere and they're supposedly um, bad and, information uh, that we have. 14. 14. May I hop in on a 19? Uh, yeah. And Sloan, uh, remind me what the range is on Detect Magic. You would think I would know this. This was like a signature feet. move. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 30 feet. 30, okay. Just, just checking. This is actually one of the best maps in the book, in my opinion, because everything seems like proportionately viable for the most part. A little cramped, but not as bad as the museum. <laughs> um, okay. 14, 19, Detect Magic. Great. Uh, I have to flip a bunch of pages. I apologize. Everybody enjoy counting the gray hairs. That's okay. I'll flavor uh, my detect magic while you do Go that. for it. So um, out of their, uh, one of the many pockets, Sloan will grab, um, oh my gosh, the word is leaving me, but it's one of those um, lenses that jewelers clip onto their glasses. And it has kind of like a, like a pinkish, hue to it and they clip it to their glasses and put it in front of their glasses and it kind of shimmers um, and that's how they see detect magic mm. beautiful i do love that mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh. it's kind of cool minwu is just as we're all slowly entering is just pressing along the walls on the side bow still drawn and then not trying to lean on any of the walls but just keeping eyes out, ears open, and just constant, like just doing a constant cursory glance, not any hard focus on anywhere. Cool. Um, Devin, you press yourself against the floor and hear mostly the subtle but uh, present vibrations of your fellows slowly moving across the flo- floorboards. Minwoo, you also press your ear to the floor and you're getting that same thing, but something beyond that is just a little too rhythmic to be footsteps. You sort of watch as Sloane is kind of moving with their detect magic and you see that the stop start of their movements Mm -hmm. is not, it's too erratic. And what you're hearing is this very consistent, just subtle, but it's something Mm -hmm. and it is in rhythm. And yeah, with knowing that he's going to like get up on knees, try and make eye contact with folks and like start pointing downwards as to indicate 
Yeah, no, I guess I'll whisper it also. It's like there's a uh, there's a deeper humming sound down below. Devin's gonna try extra hard to like. What was your roll? Fourteen. What was yours? Nineteen. Stuart's looking at the map. <clears throat> There's a room here without any doors. <laughs> so he looks at the wall that's that's to his right on there and just is gonna look for... Well, there's also a door into that dining room, which appears to be the way towards the basement. But he's gonna look for secret doors in uh, on that wall. Well, if, if, uh, if people are downstairs, do we want to go upstairs? Well, according to the dubious notes, <laughs> we do have Marcus doing rituals on the third floor, but we also have basement with arcane looking thing. Okay. We ascend. I'd much rather jump out a window than be trapped in a basement. <laughs> yeah, I think we perhaps we clear from Upstairs to downstairs. Okay. Uh, you have your detect magic on. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm presuming that you were just kind of circling the edges, kind of picking up as much as you can. Yeah. You don't get anything in this room proper. Um, as you pass by, making sure that I say all of this right. Um. As you pass by So the the room that is immediately to the left as you come in the door is that room that is in the uh southwest corner was the fully empty room. And you know that next to that mm -hmm. is the room that has the rug on the sword. Mm -hmm. Um there's no door into it from this hallway, but you know, you know. Um, as you pass by, as you sort of pass along the wall next to that, you get like a like a hint of maybe transmutation. Mm. It's a little bit unsettling. And as you continue circling along, um, as you get to uh, the other wall, the wall that is to the right of the door on the um, would be the eastern side, um, you don't get like any direct school of magic. But you get that weird little like wiggity arcane vibe of something. It could be and 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 it could be that there's a creature. It could be that somebody's just spent a lot of time doing things with magic in there, but nothing that is latching onto a specific spell. Sorry, which room was that? Um, that's kind of along the that eastern wall, uh, right before you get to okay the door that is. The Uno you know, leads into the hallway with the creepy scratched out portraits. Okay. The room with no door on the map? Essentially, yes. <laughs> well, no, not essentially. Oh, Actually, yes. You I clocked see. that and would have oh, called it out. Oh, so, yeah. Um, you are hunting. You uh, Give me an investigation She's check if you didn't already. I apologize. So many rooms mm -hmm. in this mission, y'all. Ten. Ten. Um, Do it. Okay. Yeah. Bits, bits, oh, bits. so oh, close. Man. At least it didn't land Thank in the glass. For the bits. Nice. Thank you for the bits. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, you do not find any secret doors or passages in this hallway. All right. All right. Do we head up or do we look more for this? 
Unless somebody's getting a hit of something, I say we head up. Okay. It's a little hinky in that room over there. I don't know what it is, but it's kind of sour and... Sulfur and lavender? No, no, not quite sulfur and lavender. It's like sour milk. Mm-hmm. Yum. Right over there. <laughs> Yum? No. Oh, that was sarcasm. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're still learning each other, so I, I didn't know. Shower cream is very good. <laughs> That's not what, anyhow. Milk mm. is its best at month four. I'm gonna start heading up My the stairs. You said transmutation <laughs> from the other yeah, like, side. like a whiff of transmutation. Yeah. yeah. Just going to light step it up the uh, eastern staircase up to the uh, balcony of the second floor. Yeah. Um, once you hop up onto the balcony, you see that directly center, like in the same line as the front doors, there's a set of double doors. And then as you look down either side of this kind of balcony overlook um, toward the front of the house, um, you see one door on the left-hand side and one door on the right-hand side. Mm. Or one door on the east and one door on the west. And listen for clamoring that is not ours. Anything up here? Uh, perception check. I would also like to listen. Yeah, go for it. Uh, shit, that's in the goddamn thing. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no I don't think so either. That's not on the on the like pad. I agree. <laughs> I wasn't even looking, so I'm gonna leave it to y'all to adjudicate that. Not much better. Fourteen. Well, a lot better, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, as much as you. Twenty-four. Hold. Yeah. Twenty-four and a fourteen. Uh, great. Let me. It's a dungeon crawl here. It really, truly is. Hmm. Um. You're on the second floor, you're on the second floor. You're on the second floor. Um. Uh, you get up here, you kind of stop, you listen. You're not, you're not really catching anything in particular. Devin, you get up here, you stop, you listen, you really listen. And you hear the like, just the faintest like rhythm changes of when somebody is talking in a very distant room. Can I gauge approximately up, up above us? Yeah. All, oh, oh, something above us. Did you say that out loud or is it no in your head? head. <laughs> You're the only one that hears that. <clears throat> uh, any gestures for you to lead the way? He will he take puts those steps. Hands, he puts his hand on your shoulder as he sees your trepidation. He goes, point. As he asks you that, you suddenly realize there's two sets of voices. One's coming from up. One is coming from on this floor, uh, deeper in, like deeper north. I point twice. He shrugs and then he follows your finger <laughs> to the something on this level. He's pointing toward the double and doors. If there's any like, sign of confusion, you hear two two voices. Okay. 
double doors straight ahead or on one of the wings? So basically, the uh, essentially, the staircases come up the two sides mm -hmm. and then meet in the middle on this balcony. So it's these double doors that are dead center at the back of this balcony that lead deeper yep. into the rest of the second yep. floor. Yep. Uh, this is really an exercise of trying to describe this in a way that makes sense. Thank you all for bearing with us. So he gestures at the door. He says two. <laughs> and he's like, whoever's coming up is coming up. Yeah. And you see uh, Stuart's there with a rapier in, his, in one hand, dagger in the other. Devin will mm -hmm. go for one of his rapiers, realize it's still buckled, and then, like <laughs> unbuckle it and take it out. He's... Uh, snaps the cane into and unsheathes a longsword from the yes. cane <laughs> um, as he's leaning against the door. Um, Hyacinth kind of like nudges you a little bit, uh, nods his head up, and disappears. No! <laughs> Placing the bow. Safety bunny! <laughs> I place the bow back. Oh, uh, put an arrow back in the quiver and then pull out the trident and gets ready to make the charge. All right, <laughs> we're going through these double doors. Um, How are we doing it? Sloan kind of taps I, the opal. Open, yeah, I'm going ahead of you, so I'm gonna open. He gestures for himself. Um, and then he's, uh, in his head, he goes uh, overwhelming force, ruthless efficiency. And you, that's all he what? says to you. That's <laughs> what, all he says. What are you? Because he's got a. He's like backed against the door, What's and you see him this? slowly like the old man turns into a scowl as the uh, cane sword comes out to a, a long sword sort of unsheathed, and that's all he says. Overwhelming force, ruthless efficiency. Are you thinking that or saying? I'm that? thinking that to you because I know you can hear me. <laughs> Devin is just kind of. He's staring he's doing like, the face very resolutely. Yeah, he and, thinks and that you hear him. Devin is kind of doing like charades with like, you're doing this, you're gonna do that, you're gonna, I'm following you, you're following me. Because he thinks that yes. you understand him, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so whatever the last thing that Devin thought and got the nod from, that's what he thinks. And then he looks at Minju and does the same thing. Gives the nod and having done the job, it's just like squares the shoulders, gets ready to rush in. Um, opens the door slowly, and <laughs> as soon as he hears the first noise of a squeak or anything, um, he pounces on what he sees in the room. You slowly open these doors. Framed portraits and alabaster busts of members of the Delphi family decorate the walls and corners of this room with facial expressions ranging from proud to downright haughty. Four cushioned chairs surround a table in the center of the room on which is displayed an ivory dragon chess set. There is no one in this room. And he opens the door the full way and steps in steps to the side and lets everyone else look in. Uh, everybody, as you step in, go ahead and make me uh, perception checks. Uh, with your detect magic. What is up? Uh, no, but I want you to add your proficiency bonus to yours. To uh, my perception check? Yes. Okay. What? Uh, 12. 12? 9. 11. 11. 11. 11. 10. 10. Um. <laughs> Quiet now. Y'all doing great. Um, 
Put it on the now 12. Now that you're all... You wanna, you wanna yeah, let's put it on the 12. Let's put it on the 12. Oh. I almost got that in my sleeve. <laughs> Come on! Oh. This, oh, that was good, too. I'm that sorry. was good. Uh, that's going to be 14. Mm. Okay. Damn, that was really good. Nice catch. Nice catch, though. Um, make it a 15, because that good catch. Um, <laughs> uh, as you stand, and everybody like like has that, like, huh, oh, as there's no one in here, you all settle for a moment, and you do pick up again that like just very soft sound of voices. It seems to be coming from... Oh God, I'm sure I'm saying this right. Yep. Um, as you first enter this room, looking up and to your left, you see another door that is closed. Seems to be coming from there. Sloan, even with your 10, the thing that catches your eye is um, that uh, that ivory dragon chest set easily worth 150 gold. And as you kind of glance around the room, you see some of these busts and like the frames and some of these portraits. These also look like they would be very valuable. I think, <laughs> so um, my thought is Sloane was futzing with their gauntlet as they were walking <laughs> up the stairs and it was just electrocuting them and they like stumbled into the room and they're like, oh. <sighs> yeah. As everyone else just has all these like weapons. Can you just like lower the briefcase over the set? I'm gonna try. So Tomalak hardens up his mannerisms and he like focuses on the door and he points to his ear and he. Is it this door? It's the door connected to the stairs, right? Second floor. Yeah, not the one connected to. So we're in here. Yeah, the door to the left. So is it the back? So there's yeah. a door connected to the stairs, and then there's a it back It is room. not the one connected to the okay. stairs. It is the one that leads straight back. Okay. Or more straight back. So he does the whole dance again, <laughs> kind of making sure everyone... Like, realigns slowly. You can... I want to see if the dragon chest set is trapped. Uh, give me a quick investigation check. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I mean, I'm Sloan focused on what's in front of Tomalak so goes one way, Minwoo yeah. goes the other way. Tomalak has his back to the door he's about to breach, and he looks up and he sees Dirty 20. this one oh, eyeing the chest. You very rapidly just go, oh, yeah, no, this is fine. And with a dirty 20, yeah, Shove you just straight up just like. Into the briefcase. Like just, and just. Huh? His. His 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 jaw is firm and ready for a fight. Otherwise, it would be slapped. <laughs> it's like a very. I just like with one hand, just like do this on my head, making like cat ears, and I'm looking over at Sloan, and I'm like, e. Devin's oblivious. He's we... focused on what's in mm-hmm. front. Yep. I think then Sloane figures out what's happening and then kind of straightens up and... and... He gives you an angry, like, (laughs) teacher on a class trip, be on your best behavior. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And... He, He... does the slow breach again. I love how it's such a rev off, like we're gonna charge and then it's just... No, is there a noise? Because if there no. is a noise, then no, there you take it. Well, no, there is no noise on the door. 
Just the sound of my heart beating in my ears. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I open, do I, like, there's no noise, no need for it. You all are immediately hit as you, like, crack the door open with just this whiff of, like, chemicals and experimentation. Um, do I see, so hit with that whiff, I throw the door open without slamming it. Yeah. Do I see anybody? Yeah. I beeline towards that person. This room reeks of chemicals. A long table with various vials and compounds occupies the center of the room. And at the table, two cloaked figures oversee various alchemical experiments. Free robes. Um, Rush for it and... <laughs> I use the back part. Uh, we need only one of them, so I go for I the other. Like we take them by surprise. Um... If you want us to roll stealth, we will. I feel but like we take them. Back. I mean, I will telepathically I, I say roll, I'm sorry as I stab one. I rolled mid on their perception, so go ahead and give me a stealth check to see mm -hmm. if you beat it. Okay. Do all my thirteen. Oof. I'm gonna let them do it because they're the ones opening the door. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow their lead. I'm yeah. not moving until they. That's move. a ten. Ten. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, it's what it is, is it's not even the sound because your throw open of the door is very controlled. It's the breeze. It's that sudden uh, like that you open it and there's that waft and you see one of them looks up and goes, huh? So I do need everyone to roll initiative. All right. Woo! Charge again. This is the first actual fight we've had in this campaign. Five episodes, y'all. I don't know how to fight. It's a heist, it's fine. It's not supposed to be intense. This is... I should have held an action. You got two fighters on here. We'll just charge in, start stabbing is, things. I felt like saying the first thing I see, I just fucking call off on. Mm. I yeah. mean, it's not the worst way to do it. Um, okay, I'm going to just have them operate on the same initiative for my own sanity. So We haven't uh, introduced that mechanic yet. We haven't <laughs> yet. Uh, 25 to 20. Uh, 20. Oh, nice. <laughs> Convenient that I had these ready to go. Um, uh, 20 to 15. 15. <laughs> I'm going to let We don't have to change the order Dude, at all. You might not. 11. 11. 12. <laughs> 10. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Oh, I, I both love and hate that so much. <laughs> I love that for me. I hate that for all of you. I mean, not really. They're at the end. They do look. So you kind of still get a surprise round. How many of them? There are two. All right. Uh, one mask, one femme. The only reason you can tell, because they're both just wearing these like long purple robes, uh, the only reason you can tell is that look up and one of them has more of a beard. Mm. But it's like a bad, it's like a like a flavor saver bad, mm. like whatever. Um, they just look up and they're like, huh, what? Uh, all right, Devin, you get the first action. Does one of them have their back turned? No, they're both. They have they're both, both facing. Up. Picture. Okay, no, it's a cartoon of, where like the wall drops and the good guys and the bad guys are on both. Yeah, it is one hundred percent. Like they're on. Like I'm, I'm trying to look at the orientation. Like they're on. There's like this long table. They're kind of standing on a corner, and they both just look up like. And so. he's just running up and trying to stab them. Okay. With a sword, he's freaking out a little bit, which is why he jumped the gun. He did. Yeah, sure. No, he's he's trying to do a good thing. No, he's doing it. No, he does not feel he's doing a good thing. Uh, 21. He's trying to do a thing. We'll call it that. Yeah, um, okay. Yep, that's gonna... You'll allow that? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, 10 slide-in rapier damage. Oh, yeah. 
And he does, I'm sorry, in their head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you pick, are you hitting the mask one or the femme one? Just uh, whichever one's close. He's, I'm he's letting not you pick thinking. to determine who's closest. <laughs> Stop making me make all the decisions. I've had to make every decision so far tonight. Odds or evens. Which one's first? Odds. <coughs> Even. Okay. Uh, you uh, hit the femme one. Okay. She's the closer one. Uh, great, 10 damage. Ow, uh, yeah, you slash her and she looks very startled. Uh, Sloane, that is you with Minwu on deck. Um, Sloane puts their their hand forward and launches a slice of opal from their hand. Um, and then out of the opal, um, these like prongs kind of go tink, uh, and they are going to use their infiltrator armor lightning launcher. Okay. Uh, who are you targeting? Um, the mask one. Okay. The one with the flavor saver. Yeah, that's a bad look. That is more than a 20. That will hit. Cool. Awesome. Eight damage. Eight damage? Yeah, so wow. the opal goes towards them and goes chink, and then it attaches to them. <laughs> Okay. And shocks the shit out of them. Uh, he does the full cartoon, like, <laughs> uh, And it stays attached to them. Yeah. No, he's just vibrating and looking, again, very startled. Uh, that brings us to Minwoo with Stuart on deck. Yeah, Minwoo's going to charge forward, get into a position that's between the both of them. Yeah, you can absolutely loop around and just... Um, and then striking as he runs forward, getting closer to uh, our bearded friend, we'll just quickly whip back and with the three prongs of the trident, stab backwards on the femme presenting cultists for They have names, but you haven't asked them, so this is what Yes, 15. 15 will hit. Yes, I will. They're wearing robes. I don't know what to tell you guys. They monks. One of them could be a monk. Just stabbing Tracy in the back right now. There we go. <laughs> Tracy. For five damage. Okay. And as I pull back, I aim towards Kevin. Great. <laughs> Tracy and Kevin. Uh, delightful. Could have been Dick. Oh, could have been, been Margaret Tracy. and Tracy. <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> Gonna make you guys rifle their bodies for ID later and <laughs> names. Or not. Um uh Stuart, that is your turn with Tamalak. Uh whoever looks closest to death, he's going to go in. Uh and the, also has a companion next to him. Uh yeah, the the more femme one looks a little more hurt. Tracy. Tracy looks <laughs> a little more hurt. Uh, she also you now see her hood has slid back, and you see she's got a really bad asymmetric bob. Oh, that's a crime against hair. You gotta so he's that. okay. So yeah. So he's gonna roll in with his rapier. Oh my god, this die is awful. Um, maybe I should be rolling with that one. It's my murder die. Uh, it's a nine to hit. We got to any do more hits? We got, I think, one more somewhere. It's in that bucket. Do we want to use? I it? mean, on. Yeah, no, it's no, hard to tell I, because I, we do want to finish them off really quickly, but I, also cultists. I have an <laughs> offhand attack. Yeah, just so, kill them with that. And I'll use my offhand yeah, dagger. Yeah, we're really good there. Uh, nine them. will not hit, although you got them kind of close. Yeah. So. Four, uh, 15 to we'll hit. hit. Okay, so that's on the, the uh, yeah, same person. 
Tracy. 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 So that's a D4. For two points of damage, but I'm sneak attacking. Yeah, you are. And my sneak attack is at 1d6 or 2d6? Think of all your at level three, I think it's I'm level two. Oh, level two, yeah. One. 1d6. One. Nice. Six Same. points of damage, so eight total. Guy, guy. okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, you uh, just sink it into Tracy. Um, Temlek, that is your turn. How does Tracy look? Tracy looks uh, pretty bad. Um, definitely has a nosebleed and also all of the other bleeding from the stabs she has taken. Um, watching, feeling enthused by everybody rushing past him to engage in <laughs> combat. Um, <laughs> ah. He quickly follows suit, uh, slashing, uh, coming across and slashing down on Tracy. Um, yeah, with the long sword. Okay. Are you fucking joking? <laughs> so that's actually, that's an 11. An 11 does not hit. D5. Um, yeah, real close. But uh, uh, at the last second, she sort of just is like, and like, like leans back a little bit. Manages to. I... All right. I forgot uh, that, I'm sorry. But, um, so I've moved closer. I've used my action um, without connecting, that's it. That's my turn. Yeah. I am, I guess I'm stand, the last one in Tracy's face. Yeah, stand there and be all up in her business. Yeah. I forgot that Theo can act immediately after me. Yeah, uh, go ahead and take that now. Okay. And then we'll just cool. So Theo, Theo will bite um, Tracy. I guess sure. he'll like slither down off of Stuart's leg. <laughs> um, we've also received uh, five hundred bits to try to wreck these cultists. Yeah. Yay! Thank you. Uh, thank you, Duke Fleek. Thank you, sir. Thirteen on Tracy. Thirteen will exactly hit. Nice. Okay. Finds so that chink in the leather bustier she's wearing <laughs> her uh, robe. That is five force damage. Golly, uh, Tracy looks like she could keel over it almost any second. Um, she's looking rough. Uh, but it is now Tracy and Kevin's turn, as we have dubbed them. <laughs> um, so. Let me actually double check what they've got. <laughs> okay, great. This is a nightmare for them. Um, <laughs> um, Tracy, seeing that she is in a great deal of trouble, uh, you see, uh, like, kind of twists her hand together and flings out, and this uh, large um, spectral, like, Morning star looking thing appears in the air uh, and is going to take a swipe at. Let me see who. who I'm so sorry. The, in her head. Um, uh, she's looking around to try to figure out who's talking in her head, but I think because you are right next to her, she's mm -hmm. going to take a swing at you with that. What is your AC? 14. 14. Um, <laughs> that is not gonna hit. This big spectral morning star like swings at you and just whiffs right by. Nice. You sort of just dodge back. 
Uh, you pop back up and your slightly shaggy hair falls, but in a much cooler way than it was before. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's got the Jackie Chan effect where it just like whips back into place. Um, yeah, she she looks a little panicked. Uh, and so then she is gonna just uh, snap her fingers and you see a bunch of lights pop on in the room. Uh, it was very dark in here before and now it is much mm. more light. And she heals eight because I accidentally can't actually do two weapon fighting. So I did not hit with my dagger because I don't oh, have, I thought I had the feet. Multi-class. I thought I had the feet that allowed me to use my rapier and a dagger and I don't. Oh no. She doesn't, so she doesn't heal eight, she just heals the, ah. Oh, it, was, it was eight total. Oh, you're right, okay. Uh, she suddenly feels much better, <laughs> weirdly enough. With she the light on. holes and it's just like, oh, it didn't break the skin. And Stuart okay. looks way more incompetent than he did just a second ago. <laughs> uh, she looks down and realizes that one of the spots that she thought was blood was actually that Stuart's uh, dagger uh, pierced open the bag that had her peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> it's just uh, peanut butter and jelly everywhere. Strawberry oh, everywhere. Man. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, anyway, uh, but uh, for the fun of it, I think it's much funnier. She doesn't realize that until the end of her turn. So that has been her turn. There is now this spectral morning star hanging above your heads. Um, uh, Kevin is going to whip out uh, his daggers. And he is going to turn toward uh, the big scary uh, half orc and take uh, two swings at you. And just, I'm not even going to ask what your AC is because you absolutely beefed it. I'm. <laughs> you have higher than a ten, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, he absolutely beefs it. He's just like, huh, huh. definitely learned this from YouTube. Thought it was going to make him look cool. <laughs> Does not actually work. That's their turn. Excellent. That uh, was depressing for me. And now that brings us back around to Devin. Just apologizing profusely. Oh. Ah. Yeah, that's a 23. (laughs) And it's absolutely going to hit. You hit Devin. Now he gets his sneak attack. Yep. Okay, so that's only seven. No, that's uh, nine damage. To who? To uh, Tracy. Tracy. Nine or Tracy. (laughs) Which one? Uh, Now she looks actually like she's not having a good day. And that's going to bring us to Sloan with Minwoo on deck. Okay. Cool. So uh, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to thrust my hand forward and another slice of opal moves, like flies toward Kevin. Okay. Plus five. Okay, so that's not great. That's an 11. Does not hit. You're just a little wide uh, and it shoots past him, sticks into the wall. Fuck, God damn it. And it kind of like electrocutes the wall a little bit. <laughs> um, and I guess then Theo's going to go again. Yeah. And bite um, Tracy. Yeah. To bring up his death. Death by a mechanical snake. Yeah, just like... <laughs> <laughs> the fortune teller was accurate. No, <laughs> maybe uh, he's not vegan. <laughs> oh. That's a natural one. Oh. Oof. Uh, this time he just he aims bad, he's trying to go for the same spot, and he just gets the side of this leather bustier, and he's just like, ah. and the thing <laughs> like snakes like hit something, and they're kind of gumming it a little bit. And he just like looks at you, <laughs> little guy. <laughs> 
Uh, it doesn't quite work. She looks a little panicked. I would just love if it was towards the face and she's holding it away. She's like, clap, 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 clap. No. And I'm definitely standing outside of the room. I have not entered the room yeah, at all. In the doorway. I'm like fucking with the gauntlet, trying to get it to work again. <laughs> Why is this not doing the thing? In Tomalok's mind, you're like looting the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after dodging the morning star and seeing her keel over, he's just going to whip around with the uh, uh, not pronged and, and smack Tracy over the head. Non-lethal. Uh, for a 21 for full oh. damage. Oh, four damage was exactly what you needed as you- Oh, full damage, so eight something plus blow. Yeah, no, yeah, it's even better. Uh, you declared non-lethal, uh, but yeah, you, uh, you just turn around and you're just like, oh yeah, no, you just pop her on the back of the thing, she just like, and slumps over onto the table. Uh, let's just roll a luck roll and see if she knocks over any, uh, glasses in the process. She does not. Cool. Whips back around with the momentum, brings the trident up, points it right at his throat for Kevin. Cool. Yeah, he's having a bad day. Does Uh, does Kevin have a weapon in his hand? He is holding two daggers, but he's holding them in the backwards way that is less effective or efficient. So then they easily. He's trying to look so cool. It's, he's not. There's no reason for you to die today. What? what? There's <laughs> no reason for you to die today. I mean, I say, <laughs> There's no reason for you to die today. I didn't even pull the, the Jensen's card for you all. <laughs> uh, um, he looks, uh, persuasion check. With advantage, because he just watched his partner get absolutely wrecked. Uh, 19. 19. Uh, he looks kind of assesses, and he just sort of ting, 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 as the daggers fall to the floor. Medicine check on Tracy. Sure. Let's try to stabilize. Yeah. I'm gonna. Nat twenty. Oh. Yeah. She's she's <laughs> she is unconscious but fine. Do you want her to wake up? With a nat twenty, I will. If you want her to wake no, up. No, I just don't want to be a murderer. No, she's no, she's not dead. She's just very unconscious. Tomalok sees you go to check on her to see that she's still breathing, and he thinks you're about to heal her, and he he grabs your arm. <laughs> we only need one of them. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No, and he'll pull away and try to plug up the wound. Fine. And he rips out a tunic, and it looks like it's going to uh, <laughs> mend holes over and- wounds. And it's one is to bind her, and the other one is to yeah. muzzle her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, our other guy is just standing here with his hands up and not say, just kind of waiting for instructions. There's a lot of heavily armed people here. We're here for the codex. Hi, friend. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hi. You know anything about a codex? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of books in this place. Are you looking for a specific one? There's a lot of co- codexes. Is like it's kind of just another word for book around here. If we gets in the face, <gasps> if we were going to be looking for the codex, where would it be? I I'm truly not trying to be difficult. I would really lo- not like to die here today. But I'm just saying, like the master has a lot of books that he refers to as codexes. Um, so that's a little, can you give me any more information about like what it, what it's supposed to do or where it came from? The one. Min, Minju has seen this before and he kind of takes 
him by the hair and said, this one is playing games. Like, not really not. I wouldn't recommend playing games with my buddy like, here. I'm really cause... bad at games. I don't even play chess or anything. But what about that chess in the front room? Oh, we're not allowed to touch that. Why not? Because we're, no, we're just students here. We're just studying under the master. We're not allowed to touch any of the artifacts. Who's your master? Uh, Marcos. Marcos, okay. Yeah, Marcos Delphi. All right. Yeah, he's uh he's working on he's working on the summoning and he's teaching us his ways so that when the summoning great one, of what? Yeah, uh, 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 you know, um, I, I we're not supposed to say the name because kind of, when we say the name, stuff happens. <clears throat> yes, we, I think we know the name. If I show him the scrap of note with. Uh, he he nods very vigorously. Well, oh, I was gonna say I could think. Well, I yeah, I think the name into his head. Oh, he looks panicked and immediately starts looking around to see if the lightning and thunder has flashed. Okay, so why do we not say his name? Well, because because it makes all the all the stuff happen, and then he knows that we're here, and also it unlocks the windows, and the master really doesn't want the windows to unlock. Why? Security. Hmm. Quick question about the. The chess set. That's that's fine, right? There's nothing wrong with it or anything like that. It's one of the family artifacts. We're not here. We're we are here to study the great eldritch knowledge of the one whose name we do not speak under the master. Uh, we do not touch the family artifacts. That's that's his. Where deal. is everyone now? I I don't know. Kira and I were working on our project. And uh, we have been doing this for like three hours because we're supposed to present in the morning. And I'm getting a little stressed because it's not working out the way it's supposed to. And now um, we're definitely going to be behind because I'm going to have to hope that she wakes up in time to. Anyway, um, she's the one who's good at the math. I'm just good at the taking notes. Okay. Can I do an insight check? Yeah, go for it. See if I don't want to waste what little I can do. Uh, 19. Nice. 19. This uh, kid has pissed himself. He is scared out of his mind. He is telling you oh. the absolute truth. Oh. He really does not want to die here today. I'm going to take yeah, one of the beakers oh. and dump it on the floor. What? <laughs> okay. What is... uh, you see him and be like, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. What are in these vials? Elixirs? Do I recognize... Uh, Did anyone else write down the name of the codex? Yes. Because I yes. can't read my own hand. The Celestial Codex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that no, summons extra players. What's your name again, us? kid? Uh, my, uh, my, God. my name is Xander. Any <laughs> oh. of these have healing properties? That one, he points to one that's about halfway down the table. Um, you look at it, it, it does resemble the color of a standard healing potion. Is, is there more than one? Uh, there's like one and a half. Oh, perfect. Watch him. He goes over, grabs the one and a half, mm -hmm. and he kind of doesn't believe the kid, and he gestures that way, and he pours one into the mouth of the girl on the floor. Uh, the full one or the half one? The half one. I'm gonna do that slowly. Do you take the gag off or are you waterboarding her? I'm waterboarding her with healing potions. I would, I oh would God. intercept and take the gag off. I would just assume. Halfway through. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't she, remove the gag. She uh, wakes up with one hit point and her, she just like opens her eyes and sees Shh. you guys standing there and she, her eyes just get really big and she's like, okay. Hand over the mouth. All right, so. <laughs> uh-huh. 
This is gonna be really simple, kid. Okay. What's the name of the codex again? The Celestial Codex. It's the Celestial Codex, like he said. Oh, okay. Um, My hand is over her mouth. Yeah, she's her eyes are just the size of her face. She's just like sitting there, like not even. It trying. makes My... no sense that it would be the Celestial Codex. So I'm actually trying to recall if there's a Celestial <laughs> Codex that is. Here's what's going to happen if you don't want to die today. That one <laughs> is going to ask you questions. You are going to answer that one in your mind, and he's going to relay that to us. I, if you scream. I well, I mean, I can't, but that's difficult. What? That's I, I can speak into people's minds. But you can't hear them? Um, well, it's difficult. Devin, you suddenly hear in your mind, don't worry, I'll translate. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Answer in your head. Make a noise, you both die. Cool. Where is the <laughs> Celestial Codex? There is a pause as clearly some brain shenanigans are occurring. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then you hear, I don't know, I assume Marcos keeps it with him. Okay. Which I will say into your head. That's weird. <laughs> Interesting. I feel like we're creating a whole mess of channels here, but anyway, <laughs> fantastic. So where is Marcos right now? Another long extended pause. Well, I preemptively think, isn't he upstairs? Oh, wait, I stop and look, one second. Um, he might be in his bedroom at this time of night or he could be in the ritual rooms. Rooms? Uh, yeah, I, I relate that. There's a few places around the building where he does rituals. Why multiple places? I don't know. I'm only an apprentice. I haven't learned all the ways of the master yet. Ask her to draw. Is there a way to draw him and only him out? What's his typical routine? Does he have a typical routine? Oh, these are getting complicated. Honestly, don't know. He's supposed to check our work in the morning, but he might reschedule again. We've already gotten three extensions because he was busy. We're just trying to figure out this weird alchemical formula and we're having a really bad time with it because it turns out we both suck at algebra. We're just trying to get through like a normal day. He's been doing some weird shit in the basement, but there's also the thing upstairs. And then sometimes he's like in the weird secret room and I don't really know, he could be anywhere, man. He might be taking a nap. I'm not sure what his life is. He doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> no. I'm doing this word for word. There's like a weird delay and then it just like rushes. Well, up. yeah, it's in, it's in bits too as I pause. And yeah. Then, and in the, the, the thing they're working on, can I, do I recognize it? Uh, go ahead and give me an arcana roll. I'm kind of metagaming here. But... No, yeah, no, no, give me an arcana roll. Oh yeah, that would be a uh, 22. Nice. 22, you uh, look down at what they have been working on. Um, Do I know the solution? <laughs> Can you help them? <laughs> uh, you look at these vials that they were working at because thankfully, again, when uh, Cura slash Tracy fell onto the table, she did not shatter the vials. Um, you think that the problem they had here was that they had 
almost the equations for two different potions, but we're putting the wrong reagents into them. And if they would just switch them, one of them would become a potion of gaseous form and one of them would be an oil of slipperiness. Oh, is that what they're... So I'll, I'll start... I'll break. I'm sorry. But like, <laughs> wait, wait, were you trying to... Because if you move this here, you you get the potion of, of slipperiness. And if, if you were to swap these here... Shh! <laughs> is is that is that what you were trying to do? Uh, I... Long pause, and then you're. Am I allowed to talk now? Well, in the, just <laughs> yeah. In um, yeah, you guys. Uh, yeah, no, we were trying to do the potion of gaseous form so that we could figure out how to like mass generate it. Oh, yeah, well, just you just got to mixed up. Uh, on the floor, uh, uh, the guys are like, ah, just with that, like, realization of the exhausted college student who's suddenly like, oh my god, I just realized what I did. She gets a little jolt. (laughs) Okay, okay. All right, fine. (laughs) Two questions. I'm going to, oh yeah. How do we get to the basement? Is there anything in here that's going to booby trap and kill us? Okay. (laughs) Going to pull out the map. (laughs) Well, and the attic. And the hook-handed person. <laughs> and the puddles of eyes and mouths. Okay. Uh, as you say the hook-handed, um, you definitely see Xander j- just be like, <laughs> Hey, kids, 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 kids. We're all going to take a moment. We're going to breathe, okay? Great. And breathe out, too. Are we doing deep breathing? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is one of my favorite things. Okay, so. You're gonna point out on this map where is you specifically, mm-hmm, Xander, mm-hmm, yep, since uh-huh. you had the great reaction. Where is this hook-handed thing? Let's start with that. It it does move around, but I will tell you the places that I have most recently heard about it being. Okay, you're going to put point uh-huh. on the map where it usually is. If Kira does not point to the same places, I will gut her. Tomalak nods in approval. Um, Do I believe these folks that they're really gonna like murder people? (laughs) I was gonna say, are you inciting your Mm. party? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I have a similar, I want in on this. Oh, that was almost an at 20. Fuck. Uh, Nine. Nine. You guys are pretty sure they're gonna kill these people. They do not seem to be fucking around. Stuart is kind of like off to the side for not really participating mm-hmm. in this. It's a little discomforting. <laughs> yeah, no, Stuart is just observing like, wow, okay, this got dark fast. <laughs> it's effective. Yeah. Um, uh, d- 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 sorry, had to look at a map key. Um, uh, These poor traumatized interns. Xander. <laughs> they are trying to, you know, summon a demon. So if you want to. We are just a, trying to make potion. Sh- it's a celestial. Codex. So I think that they're trying to summon something. That was not the question I asked. Nope. Um, uh, uh, He is going to point to three rooms. Never eat soggy waffles. On the map. Even if they're soggy with And uh, I'm going to see if there is even a convenient way for me to describe them. Um, Start by floor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He points to... 
On the first floor, he points to that weird box room that doesn't seem to have any doors. Nice. Okay, hook hand. On... Sorry, I'm having to cross-reference two maps. Please forgive me while I flip pages. No worries. On the second floor, he points to the uh, room in the south e- or in the northeastern corner that kind of almost looks like it has a little bed with two pillows on it. And on the third floor, he points to that largest room that is shaped like the state of Oklahoma toward the front. Mm. I hope you all at home are very much enjoying this. <laughs> I might try to post the player map in our Discord later <laughs> so that you can watch this episode back and try to figure out what the heck I'm talking about. Join the Discord! Join the Discord! It is, not, Discord it is not the one with the fat dog. It is not the or one bathtub with That's the fat bathtub. dog, <laughs> and they they line the up in where they point um, there, and then you and then you take it over. Easy you access. Akira, she points to the same three rooms. You know, cultists are weird. Really? <laughs> what? The Cult? basement. Okay. How do we get there? So I see on the map there are some stairs to get to the basement from the. F- Sorry, I'm the confused. first floor in this corner. <laughs> Um, uh, Xander will also indicate that in the, uh... Northeastern corner? Yes, in the northeastern corner, there is a set of stairs. Um, if you allow him to speak, Mm -hmm. uh, he will tell you that that is a pantry. Mm. And the pantry leads to the wine cellar. Mm. And the wine cellar leads to the rest of the basement. Okay. No. He will also tell you that he has not been down to the basement very much. They all went down there for initiation on their first day. Initiation was a large PowerPoint presentation about mm. the glories of the eldritch being that they will be summoning at some point, and also sexual harassment training because that's a mandated required part of. Oh, that's good. Yeah, not all cults are bad. Uh, uh, what is what is the most powerful spell you've seen, Mister Delphi cast? <laughs> and to the back of the book, we find time. Get a very subjective answer too. Somebody, somebody in chat said page flip ASMR, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> sorry guys, should have had this better reference. What is the most powerful spell you have seen? Uh, uh, seen him cast? Um. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. I'm rereading this, and uh, uh, um, Xander and Gert kind of like they they kind of like meet eyes. Like there's like obviously they cannot they clearly cannot communicate to each other. So it's just like like and then he looks and he's um he does this thing where like these these like weird kind of like shadow tentacles come out of the ground and smack you around. I thought you guys had sexual harassment training. I, uh, we did, but like, you know how the bosses get away with a whole lot of stuff that, mm. that like ground level employees aren't able to, right? Do as I say, not as I do. No. Evars. Evars. Yeah. Okay. I think. All right. Well, uh, and then uh, put- puddles with mouths and eyes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puddles of eyes and mouths. Can you can you like give us any more information? Can you illuminate my mind right now like about what, what the hell that is? What do they means? do? I'm gonna be real honest. That particular description 
is not super clear. I have seen some bad, weird shit in this place, and I'm not sure what that means. Okay. okay. Great. Now, now <laughs> this is a question for both of you. Uh-huh. You have seen some bad shit happen uh-huh. here. Why are you here? Really good dental plan. Like, I cannot stress enough. The health insurance is amazing. Hmm. Have you unionized yet? <laughs> oh, no. yeah. No, we're part of a local. And this, you still summoning some evil shit. Oh, yeah, they send new recruits when we when we get too low after we've sent what, too many to the beckoning void. Wait, wait who, who pays for the dental plan? Oh, uh, do you want, I can get, uh. No, 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 no. I my hands, but like in my, in my back right pocket, not trying to make it weird, but uh, my card's in there if you want to, you want to check the. Tell me about the life insurance plan. Oh, yeah, no, that again, back right part, um, do you, can I, I'm just, I'm just gonna pull out my wallet, there that is nothing bad. Don't. The, mm-hmm, okay. I'm gonna go back there and yeah. pull out the wallet. He's actually talking, I'm not relaying any of this, right? Yeah, no, he's actually talking. Okay. That was uh, sarcasm. Oh, okay, well, she's got it now, so if you want to know, it's in there. Uh, yeah, you look, he's got a very good silver PPO plan with full dental, full vision, um, uh, actually like a pretty decent uh, copay and everything. Uh, you also find his uh, blockbuster card. Oh, wow, uh, this really, eight, this puts the era into perspective. Yeah, and he's <laughs> and he's got seven out of eight punches for the local pizza place before he gets his uh, free garlic I'll take sticks. that, take that. <laughs> Jeez, I'm eating out of a dumpster. I'm gonna give that to um, Devin. <laughs> Uh, see, y'all could have joined the cult in the union. Uh, I feel like this is better organized than the Golden Fall, honestly. I mean, at least they know what they're serving right now. <laughs> okay, we got the puddles, we got the hooks for hands. Um, I can I, I, I could just offer you like a free piece of information if that would help put me in your favor and not get us dead. Cause we'd really like to just, yeah, I don't we think could we're gonna just kill go you. home. I'm um, not gonna kill him. Like we just like to go home. Um, if you, if you go, uh, if you go over to the, uh, the, the stargazing room, which is at the top of the, uh, the top of the tower, um, you might be able to talk to Zala. Z- Zalda? Zala. Zala. Zala, yeah. Is that, um, is that who we've heard? No, uh, I mean maybe she just talked to herself a lot. She um she used to be like this like pretty like milfy sorceress lady, and now she's like a weird extra planar entity with one eye. She sounds she's really cool though. Is she friendly? I mean yeah, she's pretty chill. Like you know maybe like knock if the door is closed. She doesn't really like being disrupted if she's like studying, but like she's usually pretty chill. We've had some really good talks about like stars and and constellations and the meaning of life. And you know she read me tea leaves once. Like she's pretty cool. Inside checks is he <laughs> trying to set us up for something? Uh, go ahead, give me the inside check. I want to know if Zala is actually cool. <laughs> yeah, inside checks. Uh, dirty twenty. Nice. I want to know if. You can grant planar access. Ten. Okay. That'd be a uh, 25. You believe that Xander believes she's pretty cool. But again, like this dude has a flavor saver and a blockbuster card, so and take that with And described her as a milfy sorcerer. <laughs> he did Used to be. <laughs> yeah. Now a one-eyed star being. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's hot. 
You said dirty 20 and 25. Ooh, so, star beings yeah. too, potentially uh, connected to the great wanderer. Dirty 20. You absolutely think that he is trying to offer you this information in hopes that it'll like get him in a favor with you that he will not die. Um, you don't think he's trying to set you up. Hmm. You don't, honestly, you don't think he's clever enough to think of that at this point. Uh, 25. What he just described with the like, you know, extra planar being, whatever, like, he seems to truly believe it, and you don't get the impression that he's pulling that term out of nowhere. Mm. Like, someone has said this to him or explained this to him on some level. So, whatever his understanding of that is, seems like it could be true. He, Tomalak, grabs her and holds her up, and he's face to face, and he goes, That was some pretty useful information. What can you provide? Is there anyone else in the house? Uh, is she, is she still gagged or have you... Uh, no, she's still got the gag on. This is a yes or no question. Uh, let me roll to see. She uh, looks incredibly scared and, and like starts to nod, but sort of hesitates. All right. Kid, What's your doubt? Hmm? We're going to pull that gag off. You're going to tell me the names oh, of your student friends, as well as anybody else that may be necessary for us to know. Have we closed the door behind us? I'm a, I would We're assume. Through two doors. I think Sloan is standing in the doorway. I'm still in the doorway. I have not entered the room. I'm gonna just check to see if anyone, like, try and get some oh, situational awareness really quick with, realize I've been completely focused on these two. With two of them at the door and one checking, he looks at Min and he kind of is like. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I, or it'll be more of like a, mm-hmm, to make sure she understands who is remaining in the room with her. Oh yeah, no, she's, uh, her eyes, she almost hasn't blinked this entire time. She's just like constantly looking between the two. She should blink a couple times. They're starting to get a little dry. There we go. Mm. Names of your friends. Uh, she immediately just in like a pure, like word vomit panic is her name. Uh, let's see, there, uh, there's, there's Emily and there's Mindy and there's Sam and there's uh, David and there's And they're Keith all here. I, not all right now. No, no, no. That's just I, look. We have a high turnover rate as people mm -hmm. kind of you know like like experiments blow up and then they don't make it or they disappear or Esquire takes them down because he's pissed at them or whatever. That's the hook handed guy. That's the hook handed guy. Sorry, I didn't mean to withhold that. But yeah, his name's Esquire. Um, and then uh, let's see. There's um, there's the the weird thing that lives uh in the in the student quarters with us in case we get into trouble. It's student sort of like, quarters. Point on the map. Uh-huh. Uh, points to the uh, southeastern rooms on the second floor. Yeah, yes. Uh, so the floor that you are on, the southeastern rooms. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, there's like the... the uh, and then there's the, the, the evil rug on the first floor that doesn't have a name, but we all avoid it. Uh, so we don't go in that room anymore. And then there's, all, there's also the really uh, horrible, horrible thing that just like won't stop making terrible noises that's down in one of the guest bedrooms. I don't remember which one because it sometimes switches between the two. I'm sorry, I don't know which one it's in today, but like sometimes it's in one, sometimes it's in the other. And then the, uh, when it's not in the one, the other one that causes a, like a thing to happen where like, like the magic happens and the thunder and the lightning and the everything. Which floor is that? First floor. First floor. 
Hey. At some point, you would have just heard the <laughs> you would have heard the words like breathe in her head. <laughs> that was great. That was great, Kira. Thank you. Thanks. I'm almost compelled to let these two live. Almost. I'm really, I you know, I'm I'm getting really uncomfortable with the talk of like killing people we're talking to. Like if we just you know knock them out, that'd be. You know, uh, I was I. Sorry, I, uh, I, sorry, I shouldn't talk. I shouldn't talk. I should, um... That, that, no, that's, that's, that's all right, Kira. I don't have a problem with you talking. There's nothing wrong with you talking. I, I, I appreciate all the information you've given us. I, um, I signed up on a work-study program. Mm-hmm. Uh, for an exchange student thing. Mm-hmm. Where I are did... you from? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm from, uh, down at the edge of Chult. Oh, that's far. Yeah. I just wanted to travel. Where do you live? It's a, it, I, you, you probably haven't heard of it. It's a really small village out on the outskirts of, of Chult. Chult. Yeah. Outskirts of Chult, small village. What's your name? Kira. Kira. What's the town? Uh, yeah, oh. Kira, I don't think you should answer that question. <laughs> it's, it's, I have an idea. Insurance. I can put an alarm on this room, <laughs> and if they try to leave before eight hours, we will know. So here's the thing, we're gonna, I like that. We're still going to gag and bound you because- Th Totally fine. Mm -hmm. Then yeah. we don't want anybody knowing that nope, we're nope. here. Super valid, fully understand. You leave, we know where you are. Uh -huh. You'll be crawling around the ground like a worm and- Yep. Yeah, perfect. That seems totally valid. Um, I just, um, as sort of an apology and also kind of a thank you for not uh, immediately outright murdering us. Um, if you want, uh, over in the corner, over there, um, if you open up that cover, uh, there's like th uh, three or four more uh, healing potions uh, that we uh, did, did yesterday. And um, there's uh, that little vial on the far end of the table that's sort of like glowing red. Um, that's that's a that's a dose of assassin's blood poison. If you want to just take those and maybe please not use them on us. I hope we don't have to. Very... We can we can just we can just take a nap here for eight hours. Yeah. No, you seemed very overworked, so I think it would be a wise choice to do so. Yeah, we uh... had a lot of coffee. Tomalak motions to Minwoo Min to go grab the items. Mm -hmm. And as he rebinds Kira, he pats her on the head. I'm still gonna need that town. I... And he goes over to <laughs> bind Xavier as well. Xander. Xander. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he just. Uh, you... Arms behind, please. Uh -huh. Yep, 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 yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you want, do you want the, do you want the up or down or the, wherever you want. You can just down um, behind. Okay. Yep. There uh -huh. we go. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. Well, kids, thank you so much. Really appreciate you taking the time to answer our questions very honestly. Um, Kira, I also understand that from our little altercation, you are magically inclined, and I'm assuming the same for you, Xander. A little bit, yeah, not, not, not a lot, just a, just a little bit. Okay, well, just don't leave the circle. 
Okay. Yep. Nope. I'm pretty sure that we don't have anything that's going to um, help us with, with that, even if we wanted to, which we really don't. Honestly, you guys are the scariest people we've ever met. And that's including the guy that we work for who's trying to summon an extra planar entity. And we'll work on that. We'll work on that. So thank you. Okay. All right. And like, I will usher people out the door <laughs> so that way we can have a conversation away from them. Yeah. yeah. Tomalak is the last person You're to leave be. the door and he like waves <laughs> at Kira. Yeah. Sloan is going to hear in their head, they don't need to work on that anymore. That's, <laughs> that was intense. Mm. Mm. So like, there's so much urine in that room. <laughs> Feel away from there. Just to reassure you guys, I wasn't going to do anything. <sighs> yeah, I totally believe you. 100% yeah. believe you. No, 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 I, I actually have a little girl at home, so I don't, but you know, sometimes they need to get the information. Sure, I believe you more than I believe you. <laughs> That's why he brought me along. It, it helps sell the act. Mm -hmm. It's all an act for me. It's very mm -hmm. good act. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm sure the Bad Golden Vault Scott. brought us along because they need a hero. No. no. Villain is what you need sometimes. Now, do we go up or down? Well, the, the star child who can connect to the planes is... Sounds fun, but not why we're here, is my vote. But also might be of assistance. Two. Celestial does sound like planes. Kind of, I mean, you know, related in a way. And this transformation sounds recent. They might have used the celestial. Uh, yeah. Celestial <laughs> codex. It used to be hot too, so, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, used to, so. I'm thinking if there's a connection to the celestial planes, maybe she was summoned here and against her will and doesn't want to be I here. I wonder if that's us. why. Hmm. Yeah, we should go look. Big if. As you all look at one another, contemplating where to make your next move and whether this extra planar entity is hot or not, can you trust <laughs> Xander's judgment? That is where we are going to end tonight's episode. Thank you all so much for being with us tonight for the first half of Reach for the Stars, the third level module from Keys from the Golden Vault. But don't worry, if you loved this, or even if you didn't, we've got a full <laughs> lineup of content coming for you soon. Tomorrow, we have another episode of The Redacted Reports, dropping everywhere you get delightful podcasts. So if this was not yet enough eldritch horror for you, <laughs> uh, you can go uh, listen to that and get some more eldritch horror in your life. Uh, we are going to be back with the second half of this next Tuesday. Uh, of course, we have... The Arena of the Five E's coming on Saturday, April 15th at 2 p.m. That's different from our usual time, so tune in. And if you are a patron of our lovely channel here at Quest and Chaos, you will go to our Discord and see that we have posted information on how you can submit a character to be played at the Arena of the Five E's. But of course, our biggest content drop that we have been hyping up and you'll hopefully see more about in the Discord and on our social soon is that starting next Monday, we will be airing our Spelljammer playthrough. DM'd by our very own James Aaron O with a delightful cast of old and new faces. Hop in our Discord. There's a whole channel dedicated to it. 
Watch our socials because we're going to be teasing so much more about that. Tell your friends if you liked this. If you didn't like this, tell your friends about Spelljammer. They'll like it better. Uh, but thank you all for watching, for contributing bits, for contributing cards. We're going to do a quick After Dark before we all have to split the five wins. If you want to hear what we talk about when the cameras aren't live, join our Patreon and you can get the After Dark content. But most of all, just thank you so much for being here and we will see you all next time. You've been listening to Keys from the Golden Vault, a Dungeons & Dragons campaign produced by Quests and Chaos. This episode featured... Thomas Cook as Stuart Shawnery. Laura Domingo as Vlad. Cheryl as Gemma Baines. Cal Garrett as Sloane Sidron. And Alondra Heilman as the GM. If you enjoyed the story and are looking for even more chaos in your life, head over to questsandchaos.com. There you can find our full archive of Dungeons & Dragons live plays, such as Spelljammer, Dragons of Stormwreck Isle, and Chaos Agents, plus our other TTRPG campaigns like Call of Cthulhu and Thirsty Sword Lesbians. And if you'd like to be a part of the chaos yourself, consider supporting us through Patreon, or just come hop into our incredibly active Discord server. Thank you so much for listening, and remember... The Golden Vault is always looking for new recruits. This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks. Starting Duke Vlieg, and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquette, Robbie Nowell, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?